looking out for number one, California, here we come, right back where we started from. Hustle, scrape your guns, your shadow is a ton, driving down the 101, California, here we come, right back where we started from. Welcome California. to the OCD, bitch, the show where we take Episode by episode, look at the seminal and underrated primetime soap opera, The Early Aughts, The O.C. I, I don't want to do. Th- I don't want to do this anymore. All this performance, all of this, like, hey, show, put on a show for the audience. I just want to know when are we going to start talking about the second season of The O.C., dude? Like, when is this finally going to fucking happen? I think after we talk about your severe drinking and/or amnesia problem. What's up, Dave? These is. Three weeks in Uh to OC Season 2, Ryan. Really? Yes. How have I been doing? I'm going to be honest now. Uh Not great. You can be honest because I'm just going to forget it. It's going to have no effect on me. So it will not affect you at all. Do you think that I have uh, senioritis? Like second seasonuritis? Am I doing noticeably worse than when we were covering the first season? I think so. Really? Well, because we'll be talking about it. You're like, no, that's in the second season. And then we just have to talk about that. And I'm like, yeah, this is the second season. You go, no, we'll never talk about it. So now I'm afraid something terrible happens this season that you're blocking it out and are trying to grind. You always blamed me. You said I was stopping us from getting into the second season. Which was correct. But now I am. I'm, I'm, I'm flabbergasted and worried that something shameful and awful happens this season that makes you not want to get there. Uh, what do you think I'm worried about? Uh, is it just the, the greatest TV that's ever been made? Maybe. Do you think Maybe that you don't think we're up to snuff? I'm worried about the fact that uh, there's only one season of television better than the first season of the OC, and that's the second season of the OC. Where's the third season rate? Maybe I am just, uh, I have high hopes for the second season, right? He's got high hopes. And I feel like that, uh, even though these episodes are great, aren't we just setting up for things like the Malpasode, Spider-Man, things like that? Man, if Malpasode... Doesn't source, you've built it up so much. If it's a doesn't source? If it's a doesn't source, me and the people will scream clever girl while we bash in your broken body. I don't expect people to love Malbisode because I've got this thing. I love bottle episodes. Uh-huh. I love when the drama stops and people just hang out. Like That's all- why you like Die Hard. It's all in one <laughs> building. It's a bottle episode of a movie. That is true. Um, I don't expect people to love the Malbisode, but uh, Spider-Man and Thanksgiving. What's Spider-Man? Spider- uh, Rainy Day Women, part two. If you don't know what I'm talking about, I'm then familiar. I don't want to talk more about it. I okay. want you to just because we've talked about we've talked about Malpasode a lot, mm-hmm. and Thanksgiving has started to crop up. So I guess every episode of the OCD, you're going to start hinting at another great episode of the OC. Look, we this is what episode three of the second season. Yes, these have been good. That's what I've been told. But there's like a ten episode run right in the middle of this second season that is just phenomenal. Mm. And so I'm sorry. Look. All I wanted to do was move to Paris, and now I'm telling you that I actually wanted to move to Rome. Is, does that happen in the show? I don't know. What that, is that a reference? There's a Malpasode in Rome, and I really think that we should visit it. A Romasode? A Romasode, which is a uh, stinky soda. A Romasoda? Is, a Roma like, soda? is there anything there? Can, we, can you can work we, on that? Should we like, I'm just go to the you, whiteboards? I'm giving you the pieces for okay. a Romasode. Yeah. Uh, Maybe, like, you say, like, it's a stinky soda? It's a stinky soda. That's hilarious. I wish I thought of that. <laughs> a cherry fart cola. Did I punch that up or just keep it going too long? Back to what I was saying. Um, rainy Day Women is coming. Thanksgiving is coming. And then also... Spider-Man. The uh, Lindsay. Do you know who Lindsay is? Have you we met Lindsay met yet? met her this week. You, uh, we'll meet her when we get finally get to the second season. Uh, she's in a Chrismica episode, Mike, that will uh, blow your fucking socks off. 
My very socks? Yeah, your very socks. <laughs> you get blown right off my little feetsies? Now, your shoes won't come off, and that's impressive. Ooh. Yeah. Now, do my socks explode through my toes, like the toes of my shoes, so you can see my toes waggle, or do they go up and rip? There's no science that explains this, and if you film it, uh, the camera will not tell oh, you the truth. Oh, like a witch thing. But what will happen is that you will be looking at your shoes and socked feet, mm. and then all of a sudden you will look down, and you're just wearing the shoes. And uh, the socks will be up against the oh, wall. No. Do you do you ever oh. fuck with? Have you ever fucked with? Or is this just a girl thing? Um, socks, no shoes. Nope. Hold on. Shoes, no socks. Socks, no shoes. Just like that's my work day. That's how you uh, slide through the right. house if you're doing. Bah, 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 bah. But have you ever gone about town, left the house? That's shoes, no socks. That's insane. Does that take a specific One, kind of foot and sweat person? Maybe I also like. There are apparently rocks in all of my shoes that I can only feel when I don't have socks on. <laughs> and I don't think I have sweaty feet until the second I have no socks on. And not only... And that's like somebody shit cheese barf. Do, yeah, not only do my feet sw- shit cheese barf, but the minute I, it's like they always have, and I'm, it's not like, oh, throughout the day it'll get worse. It starts off awful immediately. <laughs> what yeah. the fuck is that? Like if you ever sit down and now your head's sort of closer to your feet, yeah. you, you want to pass out because of the stink. Oh, I thought you just meant like the texture, mm-hmm. the stink as well. But I'm more I, the the texture of it. Like, ladies, what are we doing? Ladies, you know you do this. You go out with your boy. You don't wear those socks. What are your feet doing? It's bananas. And people can have good bo. Do you believe that? Like, oh yeah. Some armpit smells. They're not good, but they're some not people like got awful. That musk. Okay, hold on. Settle down, bud. But feet. Those. That's always a bad smell. Yeah. And I've noticed my little sister used to cry because she would. She was like four. <laughs> she'd kick her so- shoes off, and all of us would just be like, "No!" And she would just burst into tears. She was four, and she had the worst foot stink. I love though how like, all right, she's four. We got to start like implanting those things. She's gonna feel terrible about for the rest of her life. Got to right start now. somehow. But I notice so often uh, that girls will take off their shoes and then they'll just be barefoot after that, like. How is that not stinking up everything? Baby powder? Do they have secrets they're not telling? Do they talc it up? They might talc it up, but they don't talk it up. We don't know that. Okay, fine, but if they talc it up, and I'm not saying that they do, but they might, but I'm not saying that they do, but they might, that, that still doesn't solve your comfort problem. Right. Like, socks are the pillow that goes into the bed of shoes. What I've been led to believe is, uh, even in this day and age, being a woman is a waking nightmare. And well, I've been led to believe that even in this day and age, it's weird to read good news on the newspaper page. That's but true. you keep going. Uh, but bras are prisons. Mm-hmm. Uh, underwear is just floss that goes up your butthole. Mm-hmm. And most shoes hurt you all the time. Right. So maybe that level of comfort, like what we are just, we're, we're just fucking royalty, not even knowing what the peasants have to deal with. What our minor discomfort, we're like, oh no, they're like, this is the best, worst part of my day. So uh, like- some keds, right? Uh-huh. Uh, some white keds without socks, although that sounds terrible to us, mm-hmm. uh, is just so much better than those fucking high heel, like right. terrible shoes that like crunch toes that they exactly. typically have to wear. That slowly bind their feet. Why not high heel slippers? Throw some, throw some fucking stiletto heels on yeah. slippers and walk around like that. So not be a little comfy, sure, but make us happy, ladies. <laughs> also, the problem with the heels is that uh, the top, the back part of your foot is higher than the front part of your foot. Put a heel in the front part, too. Walk Get around on like reverse arch. I yeah. want to valley in your foot. Just dip that so you could also like sip me some milk from your foot. Also, I, I mean, like I understand that I am the uh, what would you say most woke person that's that you've ever met. It's on your business card. If girls have to have heels on their shoes, 
we should have to have heels on our hands. Like, we, boys should have to walk around with giant heels on Stabby their hands. And, yeah, and, like, grab things with that. Grab the and, like, really struggle? The problem is that I grab so many balloons. You'd pop them all. Yeah, they're all going to get popped. Also, I don't heel, unless you're doing it, like, uh, chopstick style, like, heels aren't g- great for grabbing. How about this? We put heels on our palms. Sure. Like, they have on heels on, the, uh, on their, I don't know, what's the back part of the foot called? Heels? Heels. And, uh... But then we have to walk on our hands. Is that Ooh, fair? I think is that equality? Fair. I think that's equality. Or well, she quality, as I call Ooh, it. Ooh, I like that. She quality. Yeah, she is. Welcome to the show CD. Did I do it? Did I crush it? Show she she, but that's fine. Tonight on the show she she, Seth gets a job at the bait shop to show Summer how selfless he is. Ryan spills coffee on a new girl and then elbows her in the tit and then knocks her back her bag out of her hand, spilling her tampons everywhere in front of the school and then later hits her in the head with his backpack while trying to slide by. And Cal names Julie CEO of the company. All that and more on tonight's OC. We all need a little help sometimes. And you can help us. That's so saying the Beatles? Yes. In their hit song... Help me please, Rhonda. Help me please, Rhonda. You're my only hope. <laughs> Stop giving me flat tires. Parentheses, not the car kind. You keep stepping on my heels. Is that what Rhonda's thing is? Yeah, Rhonda, all Rhondas mm-hmm. fucking love giving flat tires. Like there's some sort of middle school bully named Devin. Well, they, uh, their name is Rhonda. Yeah. And they look at tires and they're like, oh, those are Rhonda. And so I don't want them to be Rhonda. So they flatten them. Because there can only be one, mm-hmm. <laughs> Rounder or Ronda, and they've never walked in a rotunda. No. And just like that song reminds me that we also need a little help sometimes, Ryan. What are ways our listeners can help us? You could send us Beatles songs so we know what they actually sing. Now, I live in the Yesterday universe now. I don't know any Beatles song ever. Um, you can go to yourpopfilter.com slash Amazon. You can make that your new Amazon bookmark. Order things from there. Yes. Let's do like a real quick rundown of every single thing that's on Amazon. Zip ties. I think that's it. They have everything from A to zip tie. <laughs> and it's a zip tie it's to zip, a ties. zip ties. <laughs> so that's your new Amazon way. You can also go over to patreon.com slash your pop filter and get all kinds of extra little tidbits, bonus shows, articles, and articles, and sometimes t-shirts. It's your. De- it's really your decision. How much is the tier where we just give you less content, like, <laughs> less content <laughs> than the person less. who's zero? Thirty dollars a month. That's that's a pretty good deal. We'll give you less. We'll be in your ears and eye holes less. We'll pretend that we only do like one twenty-minute podcast a week. That's every, and it's just solemnly reading the news. I don't even know how to sound solemn. Uh, I think you do. Like, is that where it's like solemnly reading, for on a reading yep is that it you know <laughs> do we have any more commercials to do mike <laughs> and finally help us out by rating and reviewing the very show you're listening to right now wherever you get your podcast rate it review it subscribe it tell your friends let us know you told your friends be a mensch let your friends let them know you told them bye right. mike when you gave that rundown of what's on the show uh-huh. i got I can't believe what a jam-packed episode this is. Where do you want to even start? Little goose pimples. Let's set the table for everybody. Hold on. Why didn't you say goosebumps? Because goose pimples is like old school. Yeah, you want to eat this Turkish delight and you're covered in goose pimples. There's a thing that you know right now that none of the audience knows. I currently have two <laughs> fucking pimples. Okay, you're selling yourself out. That was a, I, it, it was at most a Freudian slip. It was certainly not a pointed Cersei Lannister attack. Oh my... I like... I am going to do... I, I'm just going to be different on this show now. Like, we have lost all rapport. 
And uh, if we ever had it, everything that you say feels like a stab in the heart, and everything I say will be nothing. I'm I'm, I'm not going to talk for the rest of the show because you can't see past your own nose. <laughs> Fuck you! All right, fine. I'm going to let all the listeners in. Uh, listeners, there is a zit on my nose, and it's under the skin right now. Uh, that is so big and bulbous. That would you say that I look like if Jimmy Durante dressed as a drunk Irish Santa Claus? Yeah, that's a good one. Uh, like if John Wayne Gacy took all of his makeup but not the nose. Uh, does it seem like that I could find Fruit Loops no matter where they are? Uh, Santa's definitely about to say, like, I know everybody's bullied you your whole life, but I'm in a tight spot and I could have stopped them, but I didn't because I'm a tyrant. But please help me out. And it's painful too. Uh, I'm <laughs> ugly and in pain. That's the, those are the two best parts. <laughs> Is that not clever at all? But if somebody came up and just said, you're ugly and I can tell you're in pain, that's the worst insult. I appreciate the very thoughtful, drawn-out references right. to my nose, I guess. But yeah, but the person who just comes objects. up. Did you, um, how often do you get a zit? Uh, these days? Yeah, like when was the last, does it ever happen? No, like I had, uh, I don't know if you've heard of this drug Accutane. <laughs> Jamie Lee, shout out. Uh, Let's pull back the Jamie Lee curtains real quick. Uh, but I, I did take Accutane in high school, which, cause I had tear like scars. I would have looked like the man on the moon. If you believe, uh, had this hormone changing drug, uh, only side effects are suicidal thoughts and v- harsh vampirism. The best way to get rid of zits, kill yourself. <laughs> like you can't get a zit when you're dead right on the box. Uh, but so yeah, it, it's pretty rare. I realize I haven't like showered or like rubbed my face. Like I need to change my sheets. Because it's been so long. It takes a lot. And they're always like, they're not like, they're like those dirty pimples. I don't not believe, a clean, good pimple. I don't believe in karma or anything, but uh, I do sort of believe in like, if you, like, you only get so many zits in your life. Uh-huh. And I think that both of us went through so many in high school. So many. That now it's sort of a rarity. Because yeah, like, I would say the bottom half of my face, like the nose down, was just, like, you couldn't find a clean spot. I forget what I was watching. It was, is this The Simpsons? Like, your skin's so nice. Between your zits? We named it twice? Your skin, the skin's so nice. That's a serial killer thing to say, for sure. <laughs> oh, I'm just getting a flash of a, a girl like trying to hoodwink a boy. And we're like, oh, you have the smoothest skin between your pimples. <laughs> I'm getting a flash of us having this exact conversation on an episode of OCD. <laughs> oh, no. Let's move right on. We start on in the pool house. Everybody's here. Everybody's happy now. Seth is worried about his hair, while Ryan is just fully reading about Seth's granddad going to jail. And Seth is just like, I got to be selfless. Got to care about other people. And Ryan's like, your granddad's going to jail. He's like, I don't give a shit. And throughout the episode, we will learn Seth always has to remind himself, I guess I'm supposed to love my granddad. And the world of the show acts like Seth is a prick. And you and I often think Seth is a prick. But we know Cal is a monster. So I might be on Team Seth on this. No. No? Absolutely not. Why? Because Seth is ignoring Cal for the wrong reasons. Okay. So the right reasons if he was like, well, he screwed this county over over and over again yeah if he was like i'm thinking a lot about my grandpa because that's a crazy thing to happen to my family and i don't know if i should be happy about it but i kind of am because justice is served but he can't bring himself to think of any of those things because he's worried about his hair (laughs) cal probably hates seth because one it's his kid and or it's his grandkid and he has uh this rule about family either i get to fuck it all the time or i don't care about it at all 
Uh, and he probably hates him because he's not a man, right? Like right. Yeah, and Cal has made reference to that. Doesn't play football with a briefcase. And uh, But they are more alike, probably, than any other two characters outside of Sandy and Ryan. Narcissistic. Like, just so self-obsessed and uh, will fuck over anybody in their way. And, and later, uh, the, when Seth finally realizes it, somebody's like, oh, and your grandpa's going to be fine. He's like, yeah, I wasn't even worried, but he's saying it to his mom. And that is... Her father is And that's... That flashed me back to, like, uh, I wasn't very close with my mom's dad, and never talk- And then he died, and it was that. It was like, I did not care. And then she was like, it's fine. I was like, yeah, it's fine. Oh, oh right, 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 And just, like, right. flashing, like, oh, kids are assholes. And sometimes you have to see, like, the pain on your parents' face and be like, I need to say I'm worried for their right. sake. And plus, it's awesome because your mom went in to, uh, she's devastated, and went in to be your rock. That's her job as a mom. Mm-hmm. And then you were like, uh, I, I don't need a rock. Fuck rock. World famous K rock. Like all the, like just what, doing commercials. I just like couldn't stop. What she sort of probably hoped for in the back of her mind is that you guys could like be each other's rock and like, and then yeah, you're a fucking I just asshole. Wouldn't dude. Shut up about Kevin and Bean and Lisa and Psycho Mike. And you said at some point, uh, I'm really nervous about Cal. She's like, what the fuck are you talking what are you about, talking dude? About? This show isn't even out yet. My nose was bleeding. I could see the future, but only in the dumbest ways. So that's what's going on with Seth in the beginning. Uh, we meet a new person. We do not know why we care about her, but the camera's on her. She gets to school and is getting mad dogged for her shitty car, which is definitely nicer than my first several cars. But they're like, oh, you're going to park there? She's like, yeah, is that okay? And they go, <laughs> if you can handle the embarrassment. And by the way, uh, we probably run through all these characters too fast. Like We're not giving listeners a chance to know all the characters that we talk about in this right. Rich Rich show. These are not characters. These are just two no. random noopsy assholes. These are little baby noopsies. Never they had lines suck. before. But they take the advantage to be like, oh, wait, we're on screen. Let's be fucking assholes. Let's really chew the scenery that is her car. Here's an idiot with a dumb car. Let's make fun of her. But we don't even... The show's not like... You should know it. Like, it's a weird, clever thing I don't see a lot of shows do. Three episodes in to their second season, they're like, meet a new character. We're not going to slowly introduce her to characters. You know, we just have to suddenly watch her adventure through that. And you're like, okay? Yeah, it's like uh, like at some point, at sometimes uh, in Newport on the show, the, the pavement will just rise up, create a human shape, <laughs> and then that human shape will say something. It, that, they're just Newport embodiment, and then they talk. And then, still sitting on the table, she does run into Ryan because Seth makes Ryan buy him coffee. He manipulates him even though... Seth is comes for money. Ryan doesn't. I don't know if you knew that. I don't mm. know if our listeners. Know. I do. Yeah. Uh, then runs away, and Ryan turns around real quick and just spills his coffee all over her. Feels very bad. Knocks her bag out of her hand. Now, Mike, this is the first time I've ever seen in movie or in all my movie and TV watching um, two people sort of run into each other, and there's an accident, mm-hmm. and uh, mm-hmm. some sort of liquid or food substance right. goes over all of them. It's like they're meeting, right? But it's a little cute, sort of. Um, and so, because this is the first time I've ever seen it, I have to assume that they are arch arch enemies, and Mortal they will enemies. always hate they each other forever. Hate, I think that's a good way to assume. They're gonna when he becomes Kid Shino, that's who he cage matches. Now, let's say that you had seen that before. Sure. And this feels like a bit of a cleach. Uh huh. Are you ready for Ryan to maybe smooch with a girl that is not named Marissa? I'm so fucking ready. The show needs it. I need it. Ryan needs it. Marissa needs it. Everybody needs this to happen. But that's not going to happen. They hate each other right now. She hates him because she's nervous and refuses to believe he is not some sort of water poloer. He hates her because he's like, I'm so sorry. And she went, fuck, you don't help me. And he's like, what? 
Yeah, I mean, Lindsay comes on strong yeah, in this episode. Yeah, strong and angry. So that's what Ryan's going through. Sandy and Kirsten are trying to convince Cal to step down. Uh, and he's like, no, I have to handle this. And then he's like, Julie, come on in. Get us snacks. And Julie's like, what, motherfucker? <laughs> and Zach walks up first day of school and says, hey, Coop, sorry to hear about your stepdad. She does not give a shit. And Summer is blown away that her not-boyfriend reads eight papers every morning. Okay, so... Zach is great. Right? Zach is the best. And I remember hating Zach because he wasn't Seth. And now I love anyone who isn't Seth. Uh, but sometimes Zach comes on a little, or the show comes on a little strong. Um, there's no way that a high school kid is going to roll his eyes after he lists the eight papers that he reads and uh-huh. says, like, I'm sorry, I'm such an idiot because I only read eight papers. <sighs> Zach would be today... Kevin from American Vandal season two. Yes. Anybody who reads that many papers, like that is, but this is a show where you think you could still have a good person to do this. I think that it is impressive that Zach says that and not in that like false modesty way. Like he actually is embarrassed. Right. He's not doing that just so everybody knows, but still, I'm rolling my eyes. They're kind of Mary suing Zach up because they want him to be so anti Seth. But I mean, Throughout the course of the second season, his only personality trait is not Seth. Like, right. that never changes. And and that's why Summer is bored. Right. Can we get into the bedroom conversation between Zach and Summer, Let's or is that later? Take a break. Okay. Do you, I was going to say, who do you want to dig into? We could start towards the end and talk about Zach and Summer if you want. Yeah, let's start with Zach and Summer. Let's start with Zach and Summer. When we come back, that pair we just said eight times in a row. <laughs> that you forgot last word. Ryan. Seth and Summer, the ballad. You wanted to start at the end? Yeah, I want to, real quick, talk about Zach because uh, we didn't get to talk about him in the first season. He was always there sure. in the background. Like, if like if we w- went through all the highlights mm-hmm. of the first season, is he just always sort of there? Yeah, it's that uh, episode of Community where Jack Black's suddenly in the show. Uh-huh. And he's like, I was always there. And they just put him in every big moment they had. Um. So, I've got a lot of issues with Zach, but one of the ones that I'm really struggling with is he goes to Summer, and he says, if Seth figured out his shit, would you, if he stopped being so Seth, Mm -hmm. would you want to get back together with him? And Summer, who I thought would say, like, fuck no, right? she stammers. She's not sure how to answer that question. And then Zach says this. What does he say, baby? Zach says, look. You take these two tickets to go see the Walkman show at the bait shop, the uh, the venue that has always been here and we always go to. Uh, and you figure out what you want to do. And if you are into Seth, then you should do that. If you want to come back to me, then you should do that. Uh, but if you if you still do like him, then and this was just a fling, I like you. But if that's all it is, then that's all it is. And Summer's like, damn, you are so mature. What a man-ass man. That is so much more mature than I am now or ever will be. And watching Zach go through, because he's not... I don't think this is Zach being a Mary Sue because he goes, he gave those tickets to you? What? Why would he do that? No, he's, he's got an eyebrow raise. Yeah. And he goes, do you think he's trying to get back with you? And she's like, no. And then the next when they revisit it, that's when he's like, I thought about it. Uh, and him saying, you need to figure this out with him, and I need you to figure this out with him. Like, it is. this is for both of us. It was fucking baller. But, like, he's almost like the bishop where uh-huh. instead of sucking in energy, he uh, he sucks in the conversation and he says, like, jealousy is bad. I think that's a sin, right? Is that one of the seven deadly ones? I think they call it gluttony. Mm-hmm. And he's like, well, I'm not going to be jealous. So instead, I'm going to shoot it back out at you as if I was Bishop in this very mature 
conversation. But I, I do think this is, for a TV show that goes crazy sometimes, we're looking at this like, that's crazy for a 16-year-old to be like this. I don't, this is rare, but I do think this is true to life, where Zach has a lot going on. He has to read eight papers every morning. It's true, yeah. He obviously has ambition. I think he's like, I like Summer, but she's not his everything in a very healthy way. So it does make sense to be like, just figure your shit out, and I'm on board. But end it if you have to end it. I'm not going to do back-and-forth bullshit. Look, motherfucker, what you're saying is logical. I get it. And I wish people were like that. I wish I was like that. How were you like in high school? How was I like in high yeah. school? Great question, interviewer. I was like, I was that guy who was always like, two shoes. What I'm wearing you two so shoes. so fucking good? No, I'm saying that I'm not good. Right. I'm saying that I wish that I could say that. But what I would say is, oh, cool. You, t- you had one conversation with your ex-boyfriend that is six ex-boyfriends ago? No problem. I'm just going to follow him and you around for the rest of my life. And, and that's then hard because you're going in different myself. directions. Yeah, that's hard to follow two people who live different lives at the same time. But do you, do you hate Zach? Do you think he's a bullshit TV character? Or are you just like, oh, fuck, I wish I was that good? I guess, uh, I mean, if Sandy were to do this, I would love it, right? Uh-huh. Like, if Brauticus Finch were to say this, like, perfectly awesome thing, I would think that. But in a lot of ways, Sandy isn't a real character. Right. You know, Sandy's sort of this beacon. And for Zach to do this, it's, it's all, what's the, like... It's not. We have so many characters who like just live on vices and mm-hmm. uh, just do things that they want to do. Like they're full id. Yeah. But this is all ego, super ego. Is it super ego? Like, I, I think so. What I also think is fascinating because he, I could, one could argue Zach is a bland character, and as you said, his personality is not Seth. But I do think, as a writer's creation, he exists to be an obstacle for just Seth, not for Summer. It's interesting for one character to support Summer and not support Seth. And I think most people, a lesser show would be like, he gets in everybody's way. He's Oliver. Zach is not Oliver. Like this is I think it's a complex, simple character all at once, and it's fucking smart. Are they doing a thing where last episode Summer had her parking lot come to Jesus moment, mm-hmm. right? Where she uh was like borderline in tears and just put Seth in handcuffs. Said, this is why you suck, because you're all about the chase. You had right. me. You had me. Are they doing that same thing with Summer, though, where, like, everything that she wants, well, everything that she says she wants is now in front of her, but she's actually not happy either. Oh, and, and this is, like, a very real, very unhealthy can-be thing for people, especially teenagers, is you don't want to be too easy. Mm-hmm. Like, it's it's a dash of the chase, right? You, you want it to be, because that, I do think it's spoon-fed. We're told that things shouldn't be easy. Like, Marissa and Ryan are some people's fucking Romeo and Juliet. Romeo and fucking Juliet are most people's Romeo and Juliet. Uh, so the minute somebody's just good in front of you, it's like, I'll be with you. You're like, what's your fucking problem? Yeah. What's wrong with you, motherfucker? Why, what, what happened oh, in your no. life that you would want to be no. with me? So, and then some douchebag snowboards into the room with a Mountain Dew can, and then all of a sudden the girl's like, oh, I want to have sex with him. It was Baja Blast. That's rare. I want to know where that's from. Well, that's what makes you... Nobody's ever snowboarded without chugging a can of Baja Blast. You chug that BB and you fucking grind some Narnar snow. Is that the blue one? Yeah. Or is Code Red the blue one? I I always get those two mixed up. And, I mean, it's a misnomer. Uh Uh-huh. Code Red is bright blue. It's bananas and cocoa. So that's that's the end of it, but but Seth's struggle because Summer is kind of backburner for a lot of this, right? Mm-hmm. That that is her big moment is her being like, oh fuck, and being open enough with Zach because uh, I'm a dirtbag enough, especially as a teenager. If Zach came up to me and said that, I'd be like, nah, baby, 
It's mm. all about you. And then be like, oh, shit. I should and then just blow the out. fuck out of set. But for her, yeah, because like I'm a good guy. <laughs> but for her to be honest, to be like, I don't know what I want. All that was magical. And is this the same episode that he goes to dinner or goes to breakfast with the dad? Yeah, because both Marissa and Seth uh, go to get Summer and Ryan. Right. And then... Uh, see a situation where they're like, you know what, I'll just back out, go sit on this bench. Seth put on an ill-fitting suit shirt, mm-hmm. a big old tie, no jacket, and went to the Balboa Bay Club to win her over and sees it. And my notes just say, Seth, leave, in all caps. Like, I was horrified for every character, because I do not remember this episode. I thought he was going to barge in there. I was like, everybody's reaction makes my stomach hurt. Don't make this happen right now. And then Seth and Marissa go sit on a bench. Yeah. And then now they're going to totally hook up, right? That's, I mean, high school, baby. If nope. If you're on the opening credits of a TV show, you should at least hook up one time with everybody else on the opening credits of a TV show. That's why I, I love so. the Golden Girls. Seth and Julie. Sophia and Blanche. Everybody <laughs> does everybody. Seth and Sophia, that would be adorable. Ooh, Seth is over. already basically 80. He loves yeah, humidifiers. Their hairstyles are similar. Do we want to talk about Seth and Marissa? Uh, no, I want to go back to... Uh, are we rewinding? Yeah, let's rewind to Seth and Summer. The whole reason for the season, the whole reason for the conversation is Seth selflessly gets a job at a uh, at the bait shop, which we've known about for years. Nope, they even in the show say it's brand new. No, they said it's this is the opening day uh, anniversary from five years ago, right when the show started. And uh, he cleans toilets and stuff so he can do the selfless act of getting Summer and Zach tickets. His job is so amorphous, and he doesn't know. And I do like Alex. They meet Alex, who... Uh, oh, shit. Not is, only is this more Zach, not only is this the introduction to Lindsay, but Alex, Alex Michael. Season two! Uh, he, Alex, uh, had, they meet her, they, they just wander in the middle of the day, they're still building stages, uh, Alex has headphones on, as the manager, she doesn't have to deal with anybody ever, this is very realistic. All she has to do is just have the best hairdo of all time. And that, explain the hairdo. Oh man, she's got the thing where, like, there's, it, it's bleach blonde, mm-hmm. uh, and there's a ponytail, but, um, there's, like, there's, Very like that, high pony. that pompadour oh, yeah. in the front that goes back. Is there a little blue in the hair? God, there's probably, like, different parts are colored. And she's Jesus played by Christ. Olivia Wilde. This is what introduced the world to Olivia it's Wilde. It's not just our introduction to Alex. It's our un- introduction to Olivia Wilde. Olivia Cockburn, if you will. She'd already changed it oh, to yeah. Wilde, but it's important to note that her last name is Cockburn. And that shit's wild. Uh... Seth, like, taps her on the shoulder, and she puts him in an arm bar. Mm-hmm. And he's just like, ah, I need tickets. Uh, Alex already knows, like, ten years ahead of time, that uh, all boys that touch her want to mm. get me too. so she's just ready to kick the shit out of him. Alex is a tough girl. Um, and then uh, Seth gets a job and then has the best he- Seth slash Adam Brody performance line in the history of the OC. I have, I have a, a mop, mop Ryan. Oh, spectacular! And spectacular. Ryan's just like, okay, and wanders away. And I also like, Seth has never done a menial anything in his life. So he's just wandering around the big empty venue with the mop and bucket, just like, am I mopping? This brings up an interesting question, though. Like, uh, not just for Seth, who is obviously a piece of shit, but for all of us, the point of charity or the Uh point of good deeds. Because it's really hard to get around the fact that you're doing this good deed for other people for you. Right. You want to feel better. And I do, like, it, it is a complicated thing, and Ryan's like, to get Summer back. He's like, no, just to show her, I don't think Seth is going so far. Also, like, he doesn't want to think he's evil. So he's not like, this will break her and Zach up. And but he's not Julie Cooper, right? He, I you don't want think her he's calculating like that? Mm-hmm. I think his goal is, I don't want her to hate me anymore. So we... we Which is selfish. And when I say we, I mean you, me, and Seth. Mm-hmm. Do not... Even people we hate, 
we don't want to hate us. Right. Uh, so it's not I'm going to win her back, but at least she won't hate me anymore because she'll see I'm selfless. And Ryan's like, and get her back? He's like, no, I mean, that's her decision. That's her, de- like, the whole, this is for her, but maybe whatever. Uh, but, I mean, it's not like people people give to charity all the time yes. and make sure their name is on that check as hard as possible. People give to charity all the time or, like, do good stuff for the environment or whatever, and then that writes them, like, a mental check to just <laughs> be dickbags later. Like, oh, I, the selfless I, act is rare, if not, may I, impossible. And that's a great episode of Friends, no altruistic act. I think you can still do good and feel good. I don't think pure altruism exists, but I don't think that's bad. That doesn't mean don't do anything good ever. So is it just, like, where the balance is? Like, just make sure that the, the good you're doing outweighs the selfishness? Yeah, if you do good so you can fuck somebody else over, that sucks. Mm. But if you do good... Earning karma dollars. And that makes you feel good... That's fine. Don't beat yourself up over that. Like, if you go to a homeless shelter and feed a bunch of homeless people just so you can later eat a homeless person, that's fucked up, right? Like, no, that's weird. I'm, that's, I mean, textbook example of totally fine by my book. That's just food The book I trait? write is feed a homeless, eat a homeless. <laughs> Wait, like, every day? It's balancing the scales, my friend. That's how you start off every day. You can't spay and neuter people. I've been told that's illegal, so this is how you handle overpopulation problems. Based on this Bob one... Barker. Based on this one hour, do you think that Seth's is out of balance? Or do you think that based on watching every episode, we just automatically assume that Seth's is out of balance? Yes. The second one. I, I think Seth is out of balance, but I do think he's trying to grow in fits and starts. Does that make sense? Because I think a year ago, he would not even try to do anything for Summer. I think that he has been knocked off his pedestal. Yeah, that's what he's obsessing over his hair because he's... Worried about everything. And he wants to get back to the point where he is beloved by everyone, and he's going to do stuff to get, not so they're happy, but so he's back to happy. And especially, and we do hate Seth, but it's his whole life he's been nothing but ostracized. So he he did have eight months of some people liking him. It makes sense that he's going Joker insane to get it back, because his life was fucking hell. And then it wasn't, and now it is again. And yeah, you're going to fucking murder and eat some homeless people to make it not that hellish again. Whereas Ryan, I think, is just... Uh, also had a hellish life, some would argue more. But, like, he is the opposite also to a fault. Mm-hmm. Like, I think that his selfless actions, his fuck his own life, I don't care about my own life, is makes his life just as bad as Seth's. Right, and I do think in the dark of the night, Seth goes, oh, man, I did that for me. And Ryan won't let him. But Ryan definitely has a reputation and a white knight picture to show the world. Even if nobody's around, he's doing it. He's polishing that shield for other people. But he's not getting off on it. No. But it's still, it's, it's, I mean, it's, I think all of it comes down to 17-year-olds are dumb. Like, no matter what your intention is, you're fucking up somehow. No matter if you look like you're 37. No matter if you look like. We have to take a break. When you come back, do, are we, we're not done with the bait shop. Are we, should we dig into Alex more? Yeah, let's, let's do Alex. There are so many things out there in the world, and we make most of them. And I bet you want to give your opinion. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Make sure that you're talking into the pop filter. So, studio audience, who's looking away for a second, or listeners, or guy in the back who was sneezing so he couldn't see. My pop filter fell off my mic, but I caught it and kept talking into that. Pulling the mic away from you. <laughs> I got confused and scared. Yeah, I know. If you're confused and scared, we're here to help. Not legally, we can't really help you or give advice, but reach out. At your pop filter on Twitter. What are other ways they could reach out to us? You can email us at contact at yourpopfilter.com. Let us know that 
maybe uh, these live reads aren't going well. <laughs> or, I don't know why we wrote this script like this. Or call our robot associates. Uh, or we're not doing that anymore. Don't call him. Well, we'll just for this last time, call yeah. him. One, One five six two Doctor DJ Pop. We're gonna take him behind the robot shed, put a robot bullet in his robot brain. Wait, do you think that when they go out and kill dogs, they take him out behind a dog shed yes. made of dogs? Yeah. Dogs do shed though. Woof. In the Woof. summertime, Woof. especially Roomba's if you got going a crazy in Southern California. That's cruel. You shouldn't do that. Put I it know down. You think it's cute, but put that shit down. Take it behind the dog shed <laughs> and kill it. Let us know. Let us know what. <laughs> I don't. I don't know. Ryan. Yeah. All right. Seth gets this job. Can't really mop. Uh, Alex is struggling with the glasses. But Mike, he has a mop. He has a mop. Mm -hmm. Uh, I would buy a shirt that says the OCD. Ryan, I have a mop. Mm -hmm. Let's. Hey, listeners, tweet us if you would also buy that shirt. Tweet us that shirt. Tweet us that shirt. Uh. So Seth, Alex is like, fuck you, you rich boy. She could just smell it on him that he's never had a job, probably because he just goes around telling everybody he has a mop. She's much better at it than Lindsay is. Uh-huh. Lindsay's accusation of Ryan being a water polo player. Yeah. Like, that's too soon. Like, that's too, like, you don't know what you're talking about, Lindsay. But Alex, like, okay, I got you she summed up. She reads Seth yeah. up and down. And the way he helps her with glasses, she's uh, struggling with, like, a big palette. And he just puts his whole body under it like mm-hmm. that because he doesn't know how to lift things. Right. And it hurts his back, uh, which is a lot of fun. But that, like, she's like, okay, you're dumb. What's your fucking deal? And that doesn't dear her enough to be like, I'm not going to be just mean to you. And then he tells her what he's doing. And her, that's sweet, pathetic, mm-hmm. but sweet, was an interesting moment in mm-hmm. this, like, tough girl facade. I do think they're getting better at writing tertiary characters. Mm-hmm. But this was also the same episode that had the Ryan spilling coffee over Lindsay. Uh-huh. So while we're doing with that ultra cliche, the Seth and Alex one, and they also do hook up, uh, I think played a lot better. It, it's a lot more it interesting, a lot more thoughtful. Less big. Right. Which is weird, because Seth is there. Plus, I think it's easier to read Seth, because a lot of people at Newport Harbor look like Ryan. By the way, did we talk about Newport Harbor? No. What's been going on there? No. Do you know what's going on there? No. Okay. Are you giving me breaking news? Breaking news. Uh, Newport Harbor hit the national news over the last couple of weeks. IRL. IRL. Okay. Because Newport Harbor, the school that we think that this school is based on, uh-huh. um, uh, a, a person at a Newport Harbor house party um, decided to take pictures of what was going on at the house party and then post them to social media, and those just broke open. And what was going on is they took their little beer pong cups, uh, put it in the form of a swastika, and then they all sieg heiled all the night long. All the live long night. All Holy the live shit. long night. So uh, I'd heard about that. Uh, did not know it was so close to home in mm-hmm. so many ways. That's B-A-N-A-N-A-S. Why over the last two years does it feel like like Nazism is making this comeback? Like what happened? Is like there... did, two, did Adolf Hitler come back to life two years ago? No. Did the OCD start? Did the OCD start two years ago? And no, now we like, only started that, like a year ago. Okay, so, so okay, we did not kickstart uh, Nazism. Should I ca- should I cancel that Kickstarter? Though? Yes, cancel that Kickstarter. Um, uh, it is nice that Orange County is getting back to its roots. We because neo-Nazism was huge here, and then it went away for a while. And then yeah, uh, all of a sudden Orange County goes from like this dirtbag Nazi land to like this uh, ultra rich conservative, but mm-hmm. like. Taxes conservative, not like we right. hate black people conservative. And then, and then we got Harley Ruda. What? Yes. And now Nazis are back. 
Um, but yeah, I, we're not the, the rich pricks anymore. We're the fucking low-down, dirty Nazi pricks. Well, always hated Newport, so now I could hate it even harder. And when I say we're... I mean, like, my the past me that used to live in Orange County, I live in an right. L.A. high-riser. L.A. high-riser, yeah. where only good people live. Um, um, like the pride. Yes, but going back to Alex, I think that it's easier for Alex to sum Seth up mm-hmm. than it is Lindsay for Ryan, because uh, everyone on the show is thin. The difference sure. is... is uh, Seth is Jack Skellington, then? Thin on purpose, like, because of diet and exercise and barfing, mm-hmm. or thin because that was what this your is, body decided. Yeah. Like, Seth is clearly... A weak right. man. And and so a different flavor, and because Alex isn't a normal noopsie that she's like, oh, I'm going to make fun of him, but he's at least interesting and funny. And there's, a, there's a vibe there. And I think because she's not a viable anything option, because she's not Seth, she's not Ryan, and she's not Summer, the only people Seth treats like people, uh, he is more vulnerable with her than anybody else, which is... Do you think that's because, uh, you know... Uh, we're intimidated by very pretty, very confident women. Sure. But then there's an intimidation that's so hard that like now you're no longer intimidated. Yeah, and he thinks she's older because when he finds out she's 17, he is blown away. Mm-hmm. I think p- part of that is looks and part of that is competency. She's just so good at things that he's like, no, but I'm that. But And now the flip side, uh, do you buy it? Like Alex is a uh, just a total smoke show who could pull any like uh, quarterback biker that she mm-hmm. wanted. Do you buy that she would dabble in the Seth? Do you buy that she would actually yeah. fall for the Seth? For sure. Because I think uh, she is still 17, uh, so she's going to make different bad decisions that way. She probably has done the biker quarterback. So it's time for a break. And fucked that up and was like, oh, I shouldn't do that. And I do think there's something about the vulnerable won't hurt me. Like, I don't know Alex's past in... But you kind of do. But I kind of do. And like, yeah, extrapolating all of it. And, and I do think gorgeous people never think they are, even if the world tells it. Like, we are... What helped me out, and this is fucked up, uh, IRL, show some leg, uh, realizing everybody is nervous all the time and nobody thinks they're good enough, I went, oh. And not in a gross, manipulative way. I'm like, I can relax. Mm-hmm. If they think that too, let's fucking chill out. So nobody thinks they're good enough. And so I'm not even saying she's slumming with Seth, but it's... I don't... the. Punching above or below your weight class, I do think is bunk, especially when you're teenagers. No, no, no. I don't. I don't want to do that in the league, out of the league thing. I want to do the. Uh, this is. Uh, I have a type. Uh huh. And everyone at some point gets tired of their type. Right. And so I want to try this for a while. Yeah, and especially if the world tells you what your type is, mm-hmm. then you're gonna want to punch through that. Because yeah, you feel like that you have to keep going for your type, and only your type mm-hmm. will hit on you. Like your type will see that. They'll think that you're their type, and then you'll go for it. And I think there's something to be said for for both people is because they're not each other's type, they're not even looking at each other, that there is that open, honest, we're actually getting to know each other in a realer way than they are in other situations. All right, fine. So now that we've validated the potential here, can it go the distance, or are all these situations like one awesome month followed by like terrible falling apart? I think for that, like, we don't know Alex well enough, but Seth, and I think he, in 20 years, a good person uh, that lasts more than a month with somebody, but certainly, at, at best, he gets a good month. And the other thing that we should talk about more, we do all the time, but we should talk about more, is that it doesn't matter what your type is. They're all 17. It, nothing can work. They're so self-absorbed right. that, of course, it's going to implode because yeah, at some point- Yeah, what does working mean at Yeah, like, they're, at some point, they're going to be in this big fight, not because, like, uh, personalities don't gel, but because- they can't think of other people. They right. don't know what it's like to be empathetic 
or uh, stop thinking that like whatever their needs are are like the only needs possible. And I think it, at that age, you're young enough and you're trying to learn the world. So if you have a perfect relationship, like you've gotten through it all, you've fixed it, and you just things are going smooth, let it do that for a couple months, and then break up because you tweaked it enough. You got nothing else to learn. You're not going to marry that person and have kids. Move on. Or the alternative, you marry that person, you do have kids, and your life is you're a Julie and Jimmy. It's a shit show. So don't do that. Hey, kids. If you're younger than 19, break up with your boyfriend, girlfriend right the fuck now. Oh, man. I don't want to uh, keep us from moving on if we have to, like if we got to bounce. But um, Julie's lying to Jimmy. Like Julie has been in full villain mode, uh-huh. but she says something heartbreaking to Jimmy. I would say that for a whole segment where we were talking about those characters. Yeah, I am. I'm teasing. And I'm going to continue to do that. Uh, I do want to, before we move on, so Summer does show up without Zach because he's like, figure it out. And Seth just stops doing his job mm-hmm. uh, and is like, go to the sit of this table. Uh, well, I mean, I feel like that he feels like he can stop doing his job because Ryan figured out a way to get those two Mountain Dews. Ryan got to the yeah, show, Ryan got those Mountain Dews. get the Mountain Dews. Ryan also walked into the sold-out show because that's the power of Ryan. Yeah, I mean, he's wearing that white beater. But, like, look, the music is fine, but we're here to drink fucking Mountain Dews. I came in here to do two things, do my job and drink Mountain Dews, and I'm all out of job. Yeah, it's do your job, Mountain Dew, it's doo-doo. You got to come and doo-doo. Is this the? I guess the magical music moment is the Walkman. I think so. Are you yeah. hip to the Walkman? I am not. Uh, I was. I asked people about the Walkman, and they were like, "Oh yeah, they were super famous." And then uh, I heard like some of their big songs, uh-huh. and that like their big songs were I had never heard of. Them. I'm trying to think of it right now, and it's just Rooney, and not even the. They famous played that Rooney song, Rooney. Song. I think they played Rooney by the Rooneys. Uh, so that's a magical music moment, I guess. Is the guy? He sort of yelped. I liked his voice. It was yelpier than singier. It's all forgettable. He was the, uh, they were, it's not one person, that that band was the band that played on the fifth anniversary of the bait shop being open. Did sure. you ever, uh, are you old enough to ever own a Walkman? I had a Discman. Yeah, or that's what I mean, Discman. Did you ever have the uh, the sweet uh, time of like trying to walk with a CD player playing and just it skips constantly? Oh, yeah. Well, so I rollerbladed a lot because uh-huh. I was super cool. So I got Did good you do roll- tricks and stuff? No, because I didn't want that CD to skip. Well, you did tricks, but they were like magic. Like you yeah. would do card tricks. I was while just doing devil sticks while rollerblading. Uh, but I did have the anti-skip button that you could turn sure. on and off, uh-huh. which is weird. <laughs> no, yeah, I just want to have it off for a while. But that battery will last a third of the time if you turn it on. But no skipping, mm-hmm. uh, and just you get to know those twelve songs so much. It's weird how that sounds horrifying, but now I'm like, it'd be cool to remember the words to any song ever. I know, like. You don't. You can't like bring your entire CD collection with you, right? Like you pick your right. CD, and then that's your CD for the day. And that seems awful because right now we have access to everything. But you knew that CD. I have like a favorite song right now, and I couldn't tell you anything about it. I know every word of "Fush You Meng" by Smash Mouth because of Discman's. <laughs> well, okay, so maybe they are not great. Ah. <laughs> uh, so Summer and Seth are talking, and Alex comes up and goes, "Somebody puked everywhere." Because at the bay shop, people be puking everywhere. And Summer's reaction, also like not jokes, but made me laugh a lot, was the, why was that tattooed girl telling you about vomit? Yes. That's the funniest way to say. Now that we are in second season, Summer's a full cast member. Like, uh, I do love the little uh, dollops of first two episodes, Summer, mm-hmm. where she's capable of like very much looking above people and like being, ew, tattoos. Uh-huh. Yeah, the ewing. And then Seth opened, he's like, I had to get the tickets to show you I'm selfless so you would stop hating me. How do you feel about that, though? Like, if Oh, you we call that, that the microphone your high school special. If you did that in real life, then the person would never find out that you did that, right? right. But the whole reason you did it was for that moment where they find out. He does straight up tell her. Is yes. that okay? 
I don't know if it's okay, but I'm telling you that was me in high school for sure. <laughs> do my, a thing, say a thing? My move was do a thing, say a thing. My move was, here's how I'm awful. And they go, oh, man, nobody says they're awful. Most people lie about it. You're okay. And I'd be like, no, I'm not. And the back of my head, I'm like, oh, it worked again. You just be honest and use that to manipulate people. And then you start telling people, I use honesty to manipulate people. And it's just a fucking, you always seem great, but you're just telling everybody why you're bad. Summer did have a reaction. She was like, oh, wow. That is sweet. It's not weird that you're telling me straight right. up what you did. She was like, oh, damn, that's really sweet. And now everything seems fine. And she's like, maybe we can be friends. And then he tries to kiss her. There was no real chemistry there. It was her being like, oh, let's, well, we're not, I don't hate you right now. And he fucking ruins it. I disagree. You thought there was chem? I think there was chem. And, but also she was like, she was, she was trying to notice the chem, but also hope that like he would also, uh-huh. and then be bigger than the chem. Like, move on. Right, because I do think chemistry does not mean act on it right then. It's not feel a thing, do a thing. It's do a thing, say a thing. Mm -hmm. Uh, I think people have chemistry with each other all of the time that doesn't mean act on it. Maybe somebody's about to get on a plane, and so chemicals, and you go, they might die. I should say this thing. You don't have to say that thing. Just fucking live your life. I've had, back in the day, just like so many one-night crushes on like friends I knew for years, and the next day I'm like, that was weird. Thank God I didn't act on anything. Thank and it God, never yeah. happened again. Right. So fucking move on. The, like, the, the ultimate problem with Seth, especially in this episode, is that uh, it takes time for people to think that you're a good person, mm-hmm. for like to develop friendships, right? He's not good at that. And it would take six months, a year, maybe longer, for Summer to go all the way from he's a dickbag to I think he's a good guy, I don't hate him, maybe he's great, maybe I'm in love with him. But he wants the shortcut. He wants it all right now. And he buys the tickets. That's a shortcut. Right. But that one works out. And then the shortcut of, he you know the what? Wrong I, lesson. This, like, I bought these tickets six months from now, maybe, but nope, man, now I'm moving in for the smoocheroo. And then he yells at her and says, maybe I can't just be friends with you. Motherfucker, you should be so lucky. All of this, for, don't forget, all of this is still your fault. Mm. You ran away because Ryan left. You did all of this, and now you're acting like the world is against you. You fuck. You stupid fuck. He's, so yeah, he, there's just, like he can't he can't imagine the patience that it would take mm-hmm. to actually form a relationship. And so what he does is show up at Marissa's room, and she is stunned. Like the next day, and I lo- the the smashing different weird characters we've talked about. Like it's happening more and more, and isn't that interesting? Yeah, like Kiki and Summer. Uh, last episode where uh, Caleb was working and Captain America walked in to talk to him. Like that's the kind of that's what I love. Caleb went, "Here's your shield, Captain America." And he went, "Don't." Get your fucking crimey hands off that shield. Uh, Marissa said, what are you doing here? Not like, hey, do you need something? Uh, I do like, this is Seth being self-aware. He goes, when I have a problem, I like to talk about it incessantly. And I burned everybody else out. And that like him being sad, but knowing like, this is who I am. I'm finally dealing with that. And her being like, fuck it, man. I like hot goss. Sit down. Like weird friendships growing is awesome. Yes. If it wasn't for like a, hot soapy stuff and musical moments and all of the things that the OC wants us to like, this is the moment of the mm-hmm. week where they sit down and they're both lonely and they're both a little desperate. And it's not that, like they hate each other, but, no, but they are tight, but they are also noticing like, yeah, this is all we have. Like, let's do this. And and then the coda to that and the, to the whole episode is finding each other on the bench. And uh, Seth says, if somebody told me last year that you and I would be the two loneliest people in Newport, I wouldn't have believed them. And in a heartbreaking sentence, he's like, well, at least not with you. Mm-hmm. They're like, oh, yeah. This is why I guess we shouldn't hate Seth, because the world has hated him most of his life. 
And yeah, I had said earlier that like maybe Seth and Marissa are gonna hook up. Uh-huh. There's nothing that is There's leading to no that. No romance. But I do like the fact that, and I don't know how long they're gonna have each other. But I, I like the fact that that, le- at least in this episode, there's this bench mm-hmm. where these two people who have so much and so little in common can just commiserate. And even if the show doesn't reference this ever again, if it never has them talk, anytime there's interactions or group things, we will remember mm-hmm. and it will feed that. And that's, I guess, just enough of the faith the show has built. And we, more than anybody else on the planet, can speak to relationships can be built on neediness. Oh, yeah. Like, they can be fine just on how much just they need. Because other people don't want them. <laughs> Sometimes you just build a podcast empire based on that. What our podcast empire called uh, Bench on the Pier Productions, <laughs> that's what we have. Uh, Ryan, can I tell you a little secret? Yeah. So, we've talked about Seth and Summer mm-hmm. and Zach and Seth and Marissa. That's everybody. No, there's Ryan and Lindsay, which we only dabbled oh in, and there's God. all the adults. We haven't even talked about pumpkin muffins that he likes so much. Oh, he loves those pumpkin muffins, and Julie better get them. But you know how we said only the goodbye girl is good enough to get two episodes? Uh-huh. Producer Dave is furious and red-faced right now. We are out of time. Are you serious right yeah. now? We are like some sort of movie reference about somebody being stuck out of time. How much would it cost to just buy more time? Oh, Oh, like 20 bucks. Do you got 20 bucks on no, you? I don't have $20. All right, then we are straight out of time. <laughs> okay. That's crazy. Do you have any awards based on just what we've talked about so far? Just what we've talked about so far. Um, I actually do not. Uh, musical moment is The Walkman, and this that's the it. All right, this is, this is unprecedented. Oh, one well, more. I guess for the one precedent we had. Uh, this is not an award, except for the fact that um, it's an award that I'm naming right now. Uh, best Nat moment of the week. Is that an award that we can like do from here? GNAT? No, NAT. Um, when they're in the bait shop, uh, Alex alludes to the fact that the owner, Nat, is not around. Okay. Nat was the owner of the Peach Pit, the bait shop of 90210. Really? Starring one Luke Perry. All right. Rest in power. Thank you to the Holophonics. Thank you very much. We'll be back next week with the rest of this very episode. Until then, stay gay, dads, and get me those Green Lantern pages. Latro California California